Welcome to Where Leaders Connect, a Corporate Connections podcast where every week we sit down with one of the incredible men and women that make up our membership and explore a little bit more about what makes them unique, what drives them and their business choices. My name is David O'Neill, National Director of Corporate Connections Canada, and today I have the pleasure to be joined by our guest co-host, Heather Arthur. Heather, welcome. David, thank you so much. I'm so excited to get started today. We have an incredible guest. Tell us about that. We do indeed, Mr. Jason Vance. Uh, Jason is uh, one of our members from Edmonton in Northern Alberta. Uh, 25 years in the uh, marketing and IT space. I think he's been in business almost as long as he's been married. Um, He is the owner of uh, three companies and has an incredible story to tell us today. And Jason, it's great to have you on, welcome. Thanks very much, David and Heather. Pleasure to be here. See how this goes. <laughs> well, l- let me ask you a softball question to start. How about that? Uh, t- tell us a little bit more um, uh, about uh, how you started off uh, in business, uh, where you are today, and a little bit more about who you are as a person. Sure. Um, as far as who I am as a person, a lot of it has is is around my passions at any particular time. So I'm a little impulsive. I'll just say that out, out, out like out front. And so things like, I mean, my wife will laugh at me. It's like a golf or a hiking or outdoor gear or survival stuff. There's, there's always something that I'm working on. Um, right now I'm where our family's all big into uh, trekking or hiking. And so we, we usually do a few hikes a year. Uh, and that's, that's a lot of fun for our family to get out and do things. And, and when I'm not, you know, spending time with family, I'm really, it's, it's about business and work and, and uh, that same impulsivity, I think I've brought to the workplace. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've, I've uh, had multiple companies bought and acquired a variety of them over the years and just um, helped grow, uh, grow the organizations um, to, to fill, fulfill the vision that I set out, which is really empowering um, them and the people that work in it and the people that we work with uh, to reach their full potential. But I think it's been quite a journey and really CC life and CC networking uh, and referral networking and just being in a relationship with other professionals have, has really spurred that on. It's interesting. I mean, for me, uh, on the relationship side, just picking up on something you just said, I know that building the right relationships have been you know, a continuous thread throughout your life and your career. What sort of relationships are important to you and, and where do you find them? There's, there's probably one you know, key person. And that's, that's my wife really. So I, you know, I found her and then obviously she's been with me for 25 years, but (laughs) she's awesome because she's so different from me. I mean, she has her master's in business and leadership and, and she is almost opposite. She likes planning. She likes predictability. And then she married this impulsive serial entrepreneur. So we, that kind of iron sharpens iron. We read the same books, talk about the same thing sometimes. And she's a high functioning leader as well. So it's been fantastic, you know, having her walk with me for the last 25 years. And then other than that, it really has been the relationships formed through business networking and, and almost forcing myself to get out of the office and, and, or in meetings to forge those relationships and not to sound trite, but that's what CC has done for me. Right. When I look past in the, in, in my past for the last, seven years or so, many of the strategic or pinpointed important times in my life are, are snapshotted with 
in lockstep with relationship from CC members, whether that be, you know, buying a dream home, dream home or acquiring companies and having somebody walk through that, uh, whether it be going through forum and having the collective wisdom of eight other people pour into that situation. Those relationships have become paramount to to my business journey and how I've succeeded. It's really come from who I've surrounded myself with. And a lot of those people come right from CC. Jason, you started with your wife as the relationship. So first off, you get extra brownie points for that. Check, check. Good job. Um, and I think it's important that we recognize that our relationships are more than business. And you talked about being impulsive. I have. Uh, I just want to go down those two paths just a little bit more. So if I were to ask your team and the people that report into you and that make Bubble Up such an amazing company, what would they describe you as a leader? What would be the words that they would use? They might use the same one. We, we have a couple jokes around the office. Uh, you know, what company did Jason buy today? What are we doing now? You know, where are we going? What's happening? Because, you know, one of my strengths is this ever evolving iteration of what defines success and efficiency. And so I, I am constantly looking for ways to improve and for opportunities in that space. So sometimes that comes through, well, many times it, it, it's from an opportunity like a business or, or a business opportunity that's come, but then some of it is just the latest business book that I've read and, and trying to initiate that change in the organization. So my staff are all used to what's Jason's crazy idea that we're going down and how do we support ourselves in working through this process together and even the last two years have been have been very much like that. Like we're retooling the organization, trying new things. Uh, we implemented entrepreneur organizational system, EOS, Traction, and, and three years ago. And that's been kind of the latest thing that we were working on. So, yeah, usually they talk about change and what's coming down the pipe now. It's, it's not a boring place to work. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a boring place. And in fact, it doesn't look like a boring place if you check out the photos that are on your website. And um, I'd love to go down their path, but I see David has a question next. For sure. Well, I was just curious, uh, Jason, in terms of uh, the people uh, with so much uh, change uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, you mentioned you made five acquisitions, I believe was the number through different relationships. Um, how do you keep your team uh, on track and how do you keep them aligned with uh, regards to what that ever-changing target of success may be? Yeah, I think the, the guidepost has always been the vision that we set out like to empower people. That's kind of that that pillar that we put out there at the beginning. So we're always working towards towards that, which is this never ending target that we will move towards. And we try to keep any acquisition, not at a complete sidestep. Like, like I'm not going to go buy the bolt shop down the street. Like I'm kind of going to try to keep into the marketing lane as best I can. And, and there's been some wins and fails uh, on that too, right? Just uh, walking through an opportunity that maybe I didn't research enough. Uh, one of the stories we tell at the staff all the time is the print shop that Jason bought and he shouldn't have. And I thought for sure that would work out. It'd be a great, great venture to go down and, and people that are coming for websites would do business cards and brochures. And, and then I realized that I have no idea how to uh, fix equipment and, and deal with all the maintenance that goes along with like the physical printing of stuff. <laughs> and uh, so that was 
we sold everything off and pick yourself up and keep going. But I love how you're learning while you're flying the plane. It's just amazing. Uh, you know, the, 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 the theme of change and the theme of if you're coming to work with Jason and the team, that you're going to be part of something really big and it's not going to look the same next month, next year, in two years. And that really shows up actually in your website. And I'll tell you where I saw it and I got excited about it. I saw your values and I saw the very first one was fun. And what showed up for me is your your actual names of the jobs that people do demonstrate that first. So you've got the code whisperer, you've got herder of cats, you've got sentence sorcerer. So tell me a little bit about how you got to those names. And then I'd love to know, how do you attract awesome talent to come into an environment like that? Yeah, there's there's a few, few things that really, I think the personality, some of that certainly came from one of my uh, operations managers, her name's Crystal. And uh, she brings that flavor to the organization. And really, we were, we were so much in sync as far as what we wanted, but I couldn't really put it into words or describe what I was looking for. And she embodied that and was able to move it forward. So um, she came up with the, the names uh, at, at the organization. And, and we didn't want, um, I mean, yes, fun is one of our values. And we didn't necessarily want all those boring titles, like because I don't really care about titles. Everybody has a job function to do myself included. And we just need to walk in our best capacity to move those things forward. So uh, we wanted to find something that wasn't just president, vice president, finance person. So our, I think our finance person is the bean counter and um, you know, and our sentence sorcerer is a copywriter. They write, they write blog posts and do different things through the day. So that's part of the brand and being fun and and then we, we really work to align our candidates as we bring them through so uh, through our interview process. So even looking at our job descriptions that we post, they're fun. They have the, the personality of Bubble Up and what we want to represent in the marketplace out in the job description. And so the people that apply, they already can kind of have a, an out-of-the-box thinking before they even at, like – arrive at their first interview. And then through the process, um, this is where it gets a little bit more involved. So we use a, a platform called Predictive Index. It's actually through one of the CC members in my chapter. Um, and, and Marnie is her name. She set us up with this Predictive Index software. And we have job profiles, if you will, almost like personality profile based on needs and behavior for each position in our organization. And so when we walk somebody through the interview process, we are aligning what they need as a person, right? And what um, we need as a resource and, and how would they fit in our culture? So through a multi-step interview process, we're able to bring them through that. And there's no holds barred. Usually they ask like, you know, what's it like to work with Jason or whatever? And, and I usually don't answer that question. I make one of my staff answer the question because uh, I, you know. What do I they am, say? What, what do they say when that, that gets asked in an interview? Uh, it, usually something about it not being boring, that we laugh a lot at the office and, and that I, I care a lot as a leader um, about my staff, who they are, and um, allowing them to walk in their natural gifts, Right. So I believe that 
the more aligned or congruent you have with your staff and their natural abilities and skills and talents, the better they will function in the office and, and the better relationship we'll have and the more productive they'll be and just happier. You know, the quality of life will be so much better than trying to ram somebody into a job that they really weren't fit for, you know, so that has to align. And if it doesn't align, then, um, then we try to find a place where they would align. I think that's really interesting. I love that recruitment process. That is amazing from a recruitment process, finding the right candidate. Jason, I want to work there. Like that just sounds, I want to go, come and cause a ruckus with you guys. Wait up. I'm first, Heather. I'm first. Um, <laughs> yes, go for it, David. <laughs> so so it's interesting, Jason, what you're talking about in terms of alignment and bringing on the right people and putting them in essentially that you know, the right role for them to succeed. Employee Appreciation Week is, is coming up very shortly. So I'm curious to ask you, what do you do um, in, in your various businesses to create an environment where your employees feel valued, feel appreciated, and feel as if they have the opportunity to grow? Man, there's, there's a lot there because um, it speaks to so many things that we do. So yes, with the alignment, we also have something called an individual development plan uh, where we meet with each staff person and try to figure out where they want to go in their career and their trajectory and how can we best support them in that. So if they're looking for, you know, a certain education course or trying to grow in a certain area, how can we best support them in that? Um, we help integrate culture just through monthly competitions. You know, we'll have, we'll pick one of our values, like, you know, come with curiosity and we ask all of our staff to weigh in on like almost like catching people in the act of where other staff members came with curiosity, asked really good questions, you know, went outside the box of their own lens and tried to understand others perspective. And how can we uh, provide kudos? So, you know, we'll put up a gift card for, you know, $25 or whatever, just just to try to have some fun and integrate those values into the organization. And so that's that's another piece of it. Um, and then we also we're really looking at how can we reward the tenure of some of our staff. I have four staff this year that kick over 10 years with me and one that's been over 15. And, you know, I care so much about their families, uh, who they represent, what they've done for the organization. 10 years is a long time to stay in one place. Right. There's got to be a reason why they they stick around and um so I, I want to celebrate that. And we, we celebrate milestones at, at every monthly meeting where we have something called a monthly mashup where we're just we're celebrating birthdays and and, uh, you know, career milestones or whatever we can possibly find to to just rally the troops and, and show that people matter. And, and what we do matters not only in our own context, but but in, in the community at, at large and, and just empowering our business owners that we work with. So just a real quick story that I, that I tell my staff, um, and I'll, I'll try not to get emotional, but um, one of the things that we, that we, when we looked at our values years ago, um, I asked my staff, I said, how does a 10-year-old in Nicaragua get his first teeth cleaning because of bubble up? And nobody could really connect the dots on that. And, and I said, look, if we do really great work for this business owner who's a dentist in our community, he, in turn, with his success, is going to pour that into a passion 
that he has, right? Which happens to be going for a few weeks, a year to another country, cleaning teeth, right? And so how does somebody get their teeth clean? It's through the success that we help create through awesome marketing, right? And so it's more than just, you know, can I pay my bills and what's bubble up like to do uh, to work with? It's more like, what can we, what impact can we have as into our communities, whether that be sponsoring a hockey tournament or, or, you know, United Way or just something like that? Or is it full on, you know, going around the world doing things that they're passionate about? And that's really what it's all about. Awesome answer. Wow. Wow. That is beautiful. And what a sense of belonging to something bigger than, you know, what Bubble Up is doing today and really saying what's Bubble Up going to impact tomorrow. I can imagine that there's more than just that one story that you get to tell to your staff or share with your staff. So thank you for that inspiration. Um, I do have one more question. You're not just a, a business owner, an impulsive one at that, a, a husband, but you are also a dad. And, you know, I think when we bring our whole selves to work and understand who we are to everyone in our lives and our relationships, it gives some insight to who we are. So I'd love to know, what have you learned the most from your kids? I think um, what I've learned is, or what's been fantastic is applying some learning around strengths. Like there's a, I'm kind of old school, Marcus Buckingham, Strength Finder. And, and both my wife and I love personality assessments. And so watching our kids as they grow and seeing where they fit and their unique skill sets. My 18-year-old daughter, born a leader, we knew that like when she was in kindergarten and just watching her walk through the process, being student council president, you know, leading youth group studies, like uh, stuff at her school – it's just, it's who she is and, and watching that grow and also try to manage that leadership in the kid parent situation is always that fun challenge. Uh, my son is a lot more justice oriented, uh, very much, um, almost like this is right. This is wrong. Likes to stay in the lanes, likes to know where the guardrails are and, and lives in there just a pleasure to, to work with. If you ask them to do something, it's basically going to be done. And then my daughter, my youngest is she's 13. She's kind of like me, you know, a little bit more haphazard singing, dancing in her room. And, and it's just so, so cool to see the personalities. And I can't wait to see like the next 10 years, 20 years, just to see that, that what, what they have been gifted with at birth and, and how they've been shaped turn into their career or their family life and, and what they grow into. It's just, it's going to be super fun. That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you, Jason. I was going to say, I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, Jason. It's inspiring. I mean, uh, as a fellow uh, parent, um, I, I'm really curious um, with three businesses, three children, how do you, how do you find balance? I'm not great at it. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, when I look at balance, there's kind of, I would say there's four quadrants that I, that I watch, um, nutrition and fitness, spirituality, my family and relationships, and then obviously my professional life. And so there are seasons where one of one or more of those quadrants take a back seat. I remember, you know, earlier on in my career, just getting going, I think I had acquired like 
five or six companies in six months. It was insane time back in 2011. And I remember getting up at three or four in the morning, working for two or three hours, getting up or then, then having the kids get up, making breakfast with them, having breakfast with them, go to the office, come back, put them to bed and then work for a few more hours. And it was just so at that time, I mean, nutrition and, and other components of my life were taking a bit of a back seat. But I think some of the what I've learned is to put I can't remember the exact phrase, but there's almost rocks into your calendar where you've got your priorities. So if I know these things are a priority, so right now I'm trying to be a little bit more fitness oriented and nutrition oriented. So what do I have to do? I have to make sure that my meals are planned. I have to have food that's healthy and ready for me to eat. I have to make sure that I've got scheduled appointments in my calendar for gym. If I've got my kids stuff that's going on, I have to need to make sure it's in there. Otherwise my, my typical default would be work would overtake the rest of the quadrants. So if I have an assistant that manages my calendar and she's phenomenal at just helping me juggle the different priorities, whether that be board work that I'm doing or, you know, family appointments or whatever, just to make sure that I've got my priorities in those quadrants in check. So I'm not, you know, going full gun on, on one of them at the, you know, detriment to the rest of them. For someone that started off the answers to the question saying, I don't know that I do a good job of it, I'm paraphrasing, that was a pretty good answer. Uh, it seems as if you have a process and a structure in place that uh, many of us could learn from, myself included. Uh, so maybe I could just ask you one last question to wrap up, Jason. Um, 25 years uh, in the industry, um, you know, incredible experience from a number of different angles. And, and thank you for sharing some of the things that you do um, in terms of your superpowers to manage your businesses and your family situation. What, what does the future hold for you? Where do you see yourself in a couple of years time, whether it be personally or professionally? I have a few dreams as I, as I always do. Right. But there's, I'm always watching at my industry, what's coming down the pipe future. And, and I mean, we're looking at, at AI, we're looking at more automation. There's, there's this world coming down, uh, crypto is being more adopted. And I'm just kind of watching trends and determining how bubble up and the companies might best fit into those trends, right? To take advantage of them, uh, to bring them to our clients as, as offerings. And um, yeah, and so I just kind of watch the trends as best I can, keep my eye on the news and where I think the world is going. And, and I also think we're getting way more... I mean, the last two years has been proof of a global economy. I mean, people are just way more aware of what's going on around the world. And that's another thing that my, my radar is tuned to is how can we make more of an impact? How can we do business beyond the borders of our, of our own local community? How do we forge relationships around the world and what does that look like? And yeah, and connect with other other business leaders. So that's that's something that I'm really working working on and listening to for sure. I love that. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I love that too. I'm I'm just so inspired. I'm so inspired, and the world needs more of you and Bubble Up and everything that you guys stand for. So thank you, Jason, for sharing all of your insights and thank you for causing a ruckus in the marketing and in the world. It's it's definitely you living to your values. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Lots of fun.
Thank you, Heather, and thank you, Jason. Uh, once again, uh, we were joined this week by Jason Vance, president of Bubble Up Marketing Corporation, based in Edmonton, and uh, clearly creating an impact way beyond uh, Northern Alberta and even Canada. Uh, for those of you uh, that would like to check him out, you can go to bubbleup.ca. That's bubbleup.ca. And uh, we're very much looking forward to our next guest uh, next week. This has been Where Leaders Connect. <laughs>